and I'm Jerome. And we're here with Billboard Happiness. How yes. are you doing, Jerome? I am doing fantastically, and I'm hoping that we are top of the billboard this week (laughs) (laughs) with another parenting tip. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Well, welcome. And we appreciate you listening. We're talking today. We've got a couple of things to talk about today. One of them is going to be a book called, we're going to take a nugget as we promised in our first episode from a book called The How of Happiness. And the subtitle is A New Approach to Getting the Life You Want. And the author Forgive me, Sonia, if I mispronounce your name, but the author is Sonia Liebermirsky. I'm hoping I'm getting that right. And the cover of the book has a really great illustration of a a pie with a 40% slice out of it. And it says, this much happiness, up to 40%, is within your power to change. So that's really compelling, right, that we have so much power over what we're able to feel and be happy when we really feel like sometimes so much is out of our control. So what would you say, Jerome? You were the one who read this book first, right? Yes. And I, she sort of um, shook me up there because she said only 10% was due to situations. And, you know, one of my mantras is that um, a zip code or situations dictate how you roll. So I've had to quickly secure my, you know, uh, uh, my ego strength and my ego, uh, (laughs) my narcissism with, yeah, well, how you perceive your zip code is also, so that must be that 40% that she's talking about, your perceptions of things. Right, right, right. How you look at things. And yeah, I know, I mean, the reason this, podcast is called Billboard Happiness is because Jerome is so good at coming up with these little snippets and mantras, as he says. And so I know, you know, your zip code determines your happiness has been one he's lived by for a long time. So I know how hard it was for him to give a little bit of his grasp up on that one. Right, right, right. But Lord, you know, though, I'm going old school today when we talk about gratitude. Oh, okay. Well, he, he, um, jump to the lead there. Yeah, we're talking about gratitude. We're taking the first happiness activity from her book, Gratitude. So tell tell me what you're talking about, Jerome. Well, you know, it's just it's such a it's a practice that I've done for 20 years, and I am so good at it. And I tell people, you know, um, gratitude practices like your brain brand being on crack, or for kids, I guess it will be your brain being on sugar smacks. Yeah, because it's a rehearsal. I think Sugar Smacks is an old cereal. <laughs> Do they um, not make Sugar Smacks? <laughs> no, they don't make Sugar Smacks anymore. I think it's your brain being on uh, cotton candy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Cirque du Soleil last night, so cotton candy is all oh, fun. Right. But gratitude, you know, it's a practice about being present. It's about, um, you know, activating your prefrontal cortex, getting your rational mind um, going and the such. And, and I think that the original, um, um, practice for gratitude is saving grace, you know, saying grace. Did I just say saving grace? Yeah. I think that's a title for your next book. (laughs) Saying, saying grace. Yes. Which is, we we both grew up in the South in Memphis, Tennessee. And so 
who's going to say grace is right. who's going to say the prayer before you eat. Just absolutely people who aren't familiar. Are you, are we having to tell people what that is? Yes, we are. <laughs> That's okay. Well, we're going to rev it up today though. You know, <laughs> okay. the new version of saying grace. That's right. Is saying it um, before, during, or after. And it's, this is my, this is what I think, you know, this is the gratitude practice for children. I think that we should reach back and, and say grace and before, during, and, or after discuss, you know, your gratitude for, or the farmer, or mm, the, the farmer who grew the food you just the ate. The farmer that grew the food, um, or the, the, even the Uber Eats guy that <laughs> delivered it. <laughs> right <laughs> sure on. to get his name, mom, so we can say grace and, <laughs> and be thankful for him delivering. And, no you kidding. know, and just, um, and what, what do you call it? The CSA? Oh, yeah, the CSA where your community, the, your farm box with right. all your, your right. vegetables in it. Yeah. Because in doing that, your child is practicing being present. Your child is activating their prefrontal cortex and doing that thing that, you know, naturally we are hardwired to think negatively mm-hmm. and cynically. And it is, it takes a lot of rehearsal to override that right. um, natural tendency. So saying grace, practicing gratitude to me is one way. Of, I mean, saying grace is the way that you can get children to rehearse it. Um, but practicing gratitude in general is the foundation of, you know, my mental health actually. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because I, th- I think, um, we've had hit or miss, uh, with this, like with everything, like we got, Mm -hmm. um, we all got the five minute journal Mm -hmm. for ourselves and there's a five minute kids version of the journal. I can Mm -hmm. put a link to that in the notes, but, um, and it's, you start out the day, you start out with in the morning with things that you're looking forward to things that you want to happen. And then you end the day with things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And we were pretty good about doing it for a while, but just like everything in life, it, you know, falls to the wayside sometimes. And so that's one of my new year's resolutions for our family is to get back on that. But I think what you're saying is good advice is it's a practice just like anything. And that's really why we started this podcast because you don't just read a book and your life changes. It's, it's like exercise. It's like everything you have to just do it over and over and over again. Yes. And, and there's a, I was looking up some research on gratitude practices and well, let me just say first before I get into that, that this book has these happiness activities and the very first one is expressing gratitude. And I'll just read a bit of the book in the introduction to this little bit. So it is a truism that how you think about yourself, your world and other people is more important to your happiness than the objective circumstances of your life. And then she has a quote from John Milton from Paradise Lost. And the quote is, the mind is its own place and in itself can make a heaven of hell, a hell of heaven. Yes. 
And so, so I was looking up, I know there's been a ton of research about the impact of doing, having a gratitude practice, daily gratitude practice on your happiness. Um, I saw some University of Miami researchers did a bunch of um, research. Also, uh, Dr. Martin Seligman, who's also written a book about this. But there was one interesting statistic I found that another study found that children and adolescents do not actually get the happiness surge that grownups do. And it's because of their emotional immaturity, right? They don't quite get it. Um, And this was just writing a thank you note. (laughs) So it was a very small study, but it made me think like, okay, when we were doing that journal with Nora, my daughter, like, I don't think she quite got it, but it, it put her in the practice. It's building a habit and, if you, again, the reason for our podcast is if you can start now, if she could start that habit now and carry it through her life, just how much um, better she'll be prepared for, for everything because she's built the practice now. Right. And that is so important to point out that, you know, if you don't, if you don't get a surge or an endorphin release from walking the treadmill, then you're not going to want to go back and Right. Do it again. You just don't remember to do things when it doesn't make you feel good afterwards. However, when you get, you know, uh, a smell from your parents or, you Mm. know, uh, or your parents are impressed with your investigation of the farmer who prepared, uh, who grew the food and um, the type of tomato that has been sliced and such, you know, that's. that's a high quality engagement that um, you can, you know, get a dopamine rush, even kids, because of, um, I mean, you know, they're being, I got it right. Mm -hmm. Which that's a powerful feeling. Right, right. Well, so Jerome, what's your gratitude practice? How do you, what does it look like in your life? Well, I do it every night. I, um, my latest version of it, because I change it often just to keep it fresh, but my latest version, um, that's worked for me probably the last two or three years is to, um, write down before I go to bed, um, things that, um, I'm grateful for things and, and I, you know, the, the, you know, whatever song I've heard is probably the, 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 you know, sort of dictates how I write it, you know, that sometimes almost like a poem and mm-hmm. I like rhyme and as such, but then the more importantly, it becomes the morning news because I decided in the last two years, there's just so much crappy news. I was yeah. like, I'm going to make my own news. So before I go to bed, I write things that I'm grateful for. And it's the first thing that I read in the morning. I oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's the breaking news or morning news. Right. And it sets you up for the day. Right, right, right. And it sets you up for a good sleep because you're consolidating those memories. That's what, you know, into long-term memory. And you know, the rule that whatever you, um, uh, the last thing that you study before you go to bed is the first thing that you remember the next day. Right. Um, What's yours? Well, I don't have one. So that's, that's one of my 2019. Like that's I've done treatable. It off and on. That's treatable. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, make it easy. You got to make, make it, it easy. easy, though. And that's why that doing it over. Can I say one more thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. About this. You know, compliance is, you know, just you know, the, the doctor gives you this medication and um, it works for you, but you forget to take it. So yeah. that's why we say take it morning, noon, and night. Compliance goes up with three times a day versus once a day. Oh, and so if you do things around meals, because we're really, truly programmed to, you know, for those three times, a, those three meals a day, um, anything that's associated with those, uh, with meals, you know, um, you stack on or link to something that's pretty much in place. Right. That's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So making it easy is, is what we need to do for kids. Right. So, right. I mean, do you have any good ideas about what, what would be doable for a, for a family? What would be doable for parents to help their kids get in the gratitude habit? Well, I thought I had a really good idea and obviously I, it didn't stick because you're asking me that. And I just said saying grace, (laughs) (laughs) but but updated version, a Marin County version. I think that's a great idea, but I'm also thinking of, um, kids who are older. I mean, I'm thinking about my daughter's age where, um, I'm obviously not with her at lunch. She's not saying this every meal saying grace. Mm-hmm. Is there something maybe parents and kids could do together that's not just about food or is, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that would be easy and impactful and get them in the habit. And I, I hear what you're saying, saying grace and like what you do before bed, that's like bedtime prayers, right? Like right, also we right. used to do as a kid. But I get a dopamine rush out of that. I get yeah. tickled, you know, over that. And um, maybe when your kid gets a phone, it's just like, hey, remember, um, since you no longer kiss mommy goodnight anymore, you <laughs> have to at least send me one text that says that, 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 you know, that shows what you're grateful for. That is a great idea. Okay. I love that. I mm-hmm. love it's something that they love doing is texting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is probably 10 plus, I would say 10, 10 and up maybe is, and which is great text mom or dad, something you're grateful for. Um, and then maybe the dopamine rush comes from getting to use their phone, (laughs) sanctioned use of their phone where your mom's not going to be yanking it out of your hand. Um, and there is something that feels a little grown up about that maybe. Yes. I don't know. That, and that might feel good for that certain age group. And for younger kids, I think what you're saying, the saying grace around keeping it around food, where the kids maybe aren't quite as mature to, to know what they're doing, but they can picture a farmer. They can picture a garden. They can really make that association between their plate and the earth, I think is a good one. Um, I just want to thank Paula Dane for coming up with this. God, you are way out of the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> Paula Dean, she's been disgraced, my friend. Uh, her recipes are still on the internet and they are still <laughs> fantastic. I actually did make a recipe of hers for Thanksgiving 
I think it, uh, I can't remember what it was. That leak? No, that's that Thomas one? Keller. That's oh, okay. California. Okay. Thomas Keller, look this up, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas Keller leak bread pudding. It is the most divine thing you will ever eat. And I can't wait for Jerome to come visit me so <laughs> I can make it for him. I look forward to that. Good. So, so a daily gratitude practice, experiment with what would work for your kid. I think Jerome's point about having a dopamine rush, like something that makes them feel good about doing that. It's not a chore. Um, it's tough, right? Like exercise still feels like a chore to me. It doesn't to Jerome, but <laughs> I still, I still, I mean, how long have I been exercising? Like seriously, like four Longer years. than me. You taught me how to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and a drive and, stick shift. <laughs> right. And how to count calories. You made me. I made you. Well, yeah. So it's been a long time, but it still feels like a chore. So there's no getting around that. But remember that dopamine rush, making it fun, making it easy. I think Jerome's idea of doing a text every night is a great one. I'm going to start that with Nora today. Um, and And I think, you know, for all ages, um, discussing the food, you know, making your kid a little Andrew while um, uh, before <laughs> before uh, they're uh, an adult is a great thing. It's very French. You know? <laughs> Well, it's great too because, and I'm your Andrew Weil reminded me of something else. So we'll get to that in a second before we go. But um, I think it's good too with everything that's going on with the climate, right? Mm -hmm. Like if kids can really make that association between, we're getting into another topic, but if kids can really get that association between what's on their plate, where it comes from, they'll be more naturally concerned about what's going on in our world with the climate yes. and all of yes. that. So lot, lots can happen with this. Peaking uh, their curiosity. Mm, mm, good. And making them have accountability for it because you're listening. That's right. Accountability is a big one. And Gretchen Rubin talks a lot about that. She'll, her name will come up, I'm sure, in this podcast quite a bit. Um, but you mentioned Andrew Weil, and I was listening to another podcast because that's all that I do. And um, the, it was Andrew Weil. Shoot, what am I talking about? It was right. Andrew Weil being interviewed by Tim right. Ferriss, and he was talking about his... Um, I was doing a segue earlier. I know. We're getting there. It's just a delayed segue. Thank you for doing that setting us up. But he, um, he was talking about one of his most popular techniques is this breathing technique called the 478. And if you just Google Andrew Weil 478, you can see him doing it on YouTube. But I thought it was really great for um, kids because it's so simple and it doesn't take very long. And all it is Again, vid Google the video, but it's you breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for seven seconds, and then breathe out through your mouth. So breathe in through your nose for four, hold for seven, and then breathe out through your mouth for eight. And you just do it a couple of times and it immediately calms your anxiety, helps you go to sleep, either when you're trying to go to sleep or if you wake up in the night. And I, I really want to do when I heard about it, I said, like, oh, this is a perfect thing for Nora for school if there's like an intense situation or a test. And then we had the perfect time to do it, which was last week at her guitar recital, <clears throat> excuse me, her guitar recital. 
I totally forgot about it. And mm-hmm. she was really nervous. She doesn't show that she's nervous. So I never quite know, but she told us later that her fingers were shaking when she went to go perf- do her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, oh, why didn't I do the Andrew Weil 478? So mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring your attention to that because I think it's it, like, again, it's simple. Kids like counting. It's really easy. You just do it a couple of times. It's not like a full-on meditation. So I thought it was a, a nice entry point into potentially longer stuff with kids. And I agree with you. And I've, you know, um, I've always struggled with just um, doing breath works and just breathing. And I know the beauty of controlling your physiology. If you can control your physiology, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what in that video, Andrew, like I know him, we, we golf together. Um, <laughs> Andrew, no, no, we make miso paste together. <laughs> and, um, but I, you know, you're trying to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, um, your rest and digest system versus your fight or flight you know, uh, system. Right. So that breathing is one way to do it. And also chanting and humming mm. and singing. Um, those are also ways to do it. And I find that, are you know, they're a little bit more engaging than breathing. Right. So I think one thing that uh, would be great is just making sure kids know, you know, early on that, you know, singing a song, you remember that song, uh, what was it? Um, uh, um, whenever I feel afraid, I hold my head erect and whistle a little tune so no one will suspect I'm afraid. It's for lyrics from The King and I. The, oh, really? The, yeah, I don't know yeah. that song. I might know oh, it. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, up. so that, uh, you know, you can do an updated jazz version of it, make your kids and make sure they're getting really breathy in. And it is like, you know, whenever. Right. Yeah, afraid. (laughs) (laughs) Or or get them to do a Fortnite dance while they're while they're breathing, doing a a what? Oh, the fork knife. Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nice. But but yeah, uh, there are other versions to the alternative, but to that that simple breathing thing because you know that probably is all you need to do when you go to yoga classes just sit there and do that if you right you wouldn't even have to go to yoga class if you and if you're not doing that at yoga class you know then um you're not um you're probably not following your yoga instructors um guidance is that right yeah because it is all about breathing it's the breathing and the movement Yeah. yeah Well, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was easy. And I think Jerome's add-ons are great too. Again, and sorry, my dog. Did you sing your song? Did you go sing your happy (laughs) tune? If you sing your happy tune, you can't come back and ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, thank you for listening. We hope you um, got something out of our gratitude and breathing episode. And, um, we uh, look forward to hearing your thoughts and hoping that uh, we've given you something you can use with your kids. Thank you for listening. Great to talk to you, Jerome. Oh, good to talk to you always. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.